L-A-S. The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. Hey, I'm Jake Trumper. And I'm Alex Schulte. And together, we're Historically Inaccurate. And you can learn history with us because I'm kind of an expert. I'm not sure if expert's the word I would use. No, I, I'm ready to teach people history because, like, uh, ask me to name every president. But I know you can't. No, just ask me. I don't want to hear Washington, you do that again. John Adams, Thomas I, Jefferson, uh, James Madison, James Monroe, John Quincy Adams, Andrew Jackson. So Martin we're a brand new podcast distributed by the LAS Podcast Network in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. New episodes every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you can find your podcast. Jake, are you still going? Jake, just fast, just fast forward to the end. We are literally running out of time. Did you literally forget the president who is right now, Joe Biden? Joe Biden! Oh, I did it. Oh, I was in I was in my groove. Come there. and learn with us, everybody. Well, it's still kind of me. I'm, I'm kind of doing You most couldn't of even remember Joe Biden's name. I'm doing most of the teaching. It's mostly you. Thank you. <laughs> L-A-S. Hey everyone, Alan here. We're so excited to share this next leg of our journey with you. If you want to keep up with all things Myria, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter, at Myths of Myria. If you enjoy the show, consider sharing it with your friends. Or if you have the time, reviewing us on Apple Podcasts is a great way to show your support. If you want to show us even more support, though, head on over to LASPodcastNetwork.com and sign up for LAS Plus, which comes with a whole mess of bonus content, ad-free episodes, and more. Thank you so much again for sharing the precious pieces of your time with us. And without further ado, welcome to Miriam. Last time, you all fought bravely in the Colosseum. A bit of cheer- che- cheering? Cheating occurred. Uh, cheering too, though. I mean, honestly, it was a pretty high <laughs> oh, fight. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> or, uh, or maybe a lot of cheating, actually. Uh, who knows? Um, a new presence made itself known. A man who seemed to know her's true name, reaching out and calling to her, and calling her Lyra. He assisted in the fight, all narrated by a halfling woman named Mogris. Uh, You succeeded in your bout, you came out scathed but alive, and a wish was made, and it is to be fulfilled. As this tiefling is standing directly in front of you, her, He says to you, Lyra, you died six years ago. (laughs) Um. And he kind of peeks through the bodies of Shadow and Val who are interposing at this moment. Um, sorry to burst your bubble, but I've only been around for like a few days, is what I've been told. I I don't know how that could be possible. I mean, I, I knew you your entire life. I have no idea who you are. He kind of like looks super sad when you say that. I walk up his, like his, behind his face drops and like this almost like soft, sad understanding crosses his face. Mm. Uh, to, to be fair, that does kind of track. We did find you in the sarcophagus. So, you know, what does that do? Uh, that's where you put dead people. Oh, oh. Looking around at everything going on. <clears throat> maybe this isn't probably the best place to be discussing this out in the open in front of everyone. Actually, I agree. As Orion steps up next to you all, he says, 
I didn't even get to fire a second arrow. Can you calm the fuck down, large robot man? <laughs> that was impressive. Honestly, I had a really good time watching that. Yeah, me too, money, please. Where's I need to protect them. <laughs> oh my god, I'm missing the cat, and she starts running off where she last saw the cat. You look around, and uh, around the side of the arena, it looks like there is this small mound of, of sand, mm-hmm. and as you walk up to it, it looks as though the cat has burrowed underneath a portion of the sand and guarded itself. All you can see is a little tiny pink nose staring out of the of the actual <laughs> the sand on the ground. Um, I just start brushing sand off of it, and I'm like, come here, come here. And it looks up to you, and it just goes... And it crawls up on top of the sand, and it starts walking away. No, come back. And I go and try and, like, not grab it, but, like, try and pet its head. As you pet its head, it turns up to you, and it kind of calms down a bit, and it walks towards you. You're able to pick it up, and at this point... It seems pretty comfortable. With I put you. it on my shoulders. Take it oh. easy there, Snow White. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I the, the, the entire time that her is doing this, you just watch as this tiefling man is just like Arno? lasering her. Yeah, like with his eyes. He's just watching her like a ghost, Arno is. Yeah. Mm. And Orion says, All right, let's go talk to people. Let's get the deeds. Let's get moving. I have places to be. I've got to be in Ebonvale by tomorrow. All right. Um, I'm looking down at Breor in my arms. He has a deal that he needs to fulfill. You hear him kind of groggily wake up, and he just says, I'm not giving you your fucking money, bitch boy. <laughs> Is he still at one? Yeah, he's still at one hit point. <laughs> Are you sure about that? And I tighten my grip just slightly, not <laughs> trying to like... starts coughing, and you just see some blood just... <laughs> Slap onto the ground. Val walks over and flicks him in the eyeball. Ah! <laughs> right. Okay. All right. And uh, and you see him uh, kind of like reach into his side, and he's like, "These coins are very small." <laughs> <laughs> are we still? How long does the large reduce last? Until we break concentration. Okay. Yeah, I think it's. I don't think it's like a like a really incredibly long time. No, no, no. But nonetheless, uh, he just says. Let me out of this, and I'll give you your money. It's up to a minute. Okay, so at this point, he just kind of like falls onto the ground, enlarged. Um, I mean, your arms are still pretty big, so you can still hold onto him a little bit. Around his torso. Yeah, Um, but he he grabs out, and he just says, Stop, I'll give you your money. And uh, he pulls down on the ground and like step just on, like put my foot down kind of on his ankle a little (sighs) bit lightly. He he pulls out the satchel from his side and he just throws the whole thing at your feet. <laughs> we should go through that now. Yes, just please. not breaking eye contact with him. <laughs> okay, uh, Orion reaches down and he grabs the bag and he just says, "Holy shit! It's a lot more money than actually what he would have won." I'll we'll take this, of course. Hold yep. on, hold on. I walk up with the cat in my arms and I look down at Brayor and I say, "Say sorry to the cat." Say it. Roll me a persuasion check. Uh-huh. <laughs> Can I help give her advantage by like pressuring? Yeah, you know what? Yes, yes, you may. Right as he like looking up at you, he just kind of <laughs> and you you press in. Do I get advantage? Yeah, yeah, oh, you get thank advantage. God. Yep. Oh, it's not a lot. <laughs> oh, no. It's nine. Nine. Honestly, where he's at right now, 
He just looks over to the cat and he just says, Sorry. <laughs> there you go. And I pet it on the head and I say, Thank you. And then I pat Brayer on the head in the same <laughs> manner. And I say, was, was that so hard? And now you get the fuck out of town. He, you uh, did it. He kind of like puffs out some air from his mouth and it uh, accidentally and erroneously gets on your boots, uh, uh, her, <laughs> as he does so. And he just goes, shit, I, I actually didn't mean that one. <laughs> She's just like glaring at him and she like... <clears throat> mimics kicking and then stops before she hits his He nose. winces backwards and he just says, Can I go now? Was there any more anything more that we needed from him? Uh Val Val looks past and goes, Oh look, javelins and goes over and picks up a whole bunch of javelins. <laughs> They're yours now. How if many you, javelins do I get? There are seventeen javelins. <laughs> if you want to carry all of these javelins, I have no idea how or why you would carry this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sell them. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I'll, oh, I'll you, carry them around with yeah, me for now. Fucking uh what you could you could bring them uh, over to and you could consign Gilgar. them to, to Gilgar, Gilgar yeah. and you could get a portion. They're ceremonial. From the fight. How, yeah. yeah. How do they look? Are they just they're normal. souvenirs. Yeah. yeah. Oh. They're they're normal javelins, cool. but they're definitely like brayors. Um, do you want any of these? <gasps> no. Wait, can I have it as like a staff? Go on. Sure. I give her a javelin. Oh, how, okay. How big are they? Uh they are nine feet tall. That's they are, huge. They are literally javelins. Yeah. yeah, I put the cat back on my shoulders and I put the satchel on me again and I just grab onto it with both hands. It's tough to use, but yeah, you can. All right. Um, so I will say like one of the ends is metal. And so like you could probably like break it off so that it would like Ooh. And be less of space. I hand it over Actually, to Shadow. I have the spear that's buried in my... So that one hit you, and then it fell out, and it gouged your armor a lot. Oh, but it didn't actually right. sink into you because you're moving too much. I hand it over to Shadow, and I say, can you break this in half? I just... As it's in your hands, I just... <laughs> <laughs> it's incredibly easy for him. Just... <laughs> and um, it breaks in half. He says, javelins. those are really expensive javelins. <laughs> Sure oh, they are. You mean my javelins? No, I, I know. mean, like, why wouldn't you? Oh, never mind. Can I leave? Um, Town? I yes. motion for you all to go on ahead. I have a few questions for him. All right. Oh. We've got to go and get the, um, the, t- the title anyways, so come with me. Um, you too, Arno. And Arno just looks over towards Orion. He says, yes, sir. And he starts walking with Orion. Oh, does he to know each other then? And- oh, yes, he's under my employ. Ah, she's the one who gave you the map! Ah, uh, no, Arno oh. wasn't, actually. I got that through another transaction. But um, Arno's a very skilled mage, and uh, he needed a little bit of extra coin, so um, hired him to help me. Oh. To cheat in the huh. fight? Uh, as, a, as a bit of precaution, actually. Um, in fact, Arno, I'm a little upset because I told you to protect me, and you protected someone else. And he Arno, protected me. It's fine. Arno just looks up at him and just says, To be very... Clear, this is Lyra Gildengard. And our Orion just looks back at you, her with these like wide eyes, and he says, A Gildengard. A Gildengard. Do I know that uh... name? You uh definitely, Val. You you have heard of the Gildengards. They are the people who cut like they are the city planners and the people who actually collect the land taxes for all of Ebonvale. Oh shit. So They're I landlords. Definitely know them. Definitely Uh-oh. know them. Yeah. 
uh, they are they are very high up in the entirety of Ebonvale. They own uh, they owned a fair amount of land. Um, they don't necessarily own all of the land, but they collect the taxes for all the land, and then they pass that off to the government, and they take a portion of the taxes for their services. Right. So they're very, very well known. And also that also included like like planning out portions of the city to make sure that they functioned well and things like that mm-hmm. to, to be able to like zone out different portions of the city. Got it. Uh, Have they what? left the Coliseum at this point? They're walking away, uh, going to the, one of the sides. Uh, and uh, at this point, you all meet up with that same hobgoblin that you saw at the beginning of this fight who brought you out into the oh, arena. Oh, yeah. Nice. And uh, at that point, Shadow... Brayor and you are the only people there. The clerics are still kind of like maybe 10 feet away from you, but they are there. I was told this was a death match. I don't need you coming back for more. And I'd reach down and I'd put my hands around his head and I'd go to snap his neck. Okay. Uh, Uh, Go uh, ahead and roll me an attack roll. uh, Hello? Oh, Oh, you definitely get advantage. He is prone. Uh-huh. Uh, so that was... What'd you roll? Uh, it was... A seven was the first one, so seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. With his current like state and his, his lowered AC, as you go down and you grab his neck, it just... And he falls limp on the ground. And with that, uh, the clerics at that point would just see Shadow, just as he was crouched over. You see Shadow uh, do that let his hand like let his body just fall limp on the ground and yep. just get up dust his hands off and then look at the clerics just nod and then just walk off to meet with the group they look at you with like horror and kind of respect in a way but like very uh, timid right and they look forward and you just hear coming from the throne up on the side of the coliseum <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> and you see Gladius is just looking down at you having a joyous time as you snapped his neck. Oh. Oh jeez. Goodbye, little lion man. Uh, <laughs> After all that, you are able to walk back to the group mm-hmm. and you see that they are currently being talked to by the same hobgoblin that brought you in to the Coliseum. This hobgoblin says, all right, um, here's your, here's your deeds. And uh, it hands over, sorry, they hand over two like pink folders that have all of these documents in it to Orion. Mm. And your winnings. And it hands, sorry, they hand over um, uh, 500 gold uh, to you as well. In total, with the bag of gold that you got off of Brayor, it is a total of, I think it was 405. So 900 gold in total. I love it. Which is a lot of money. Just take it divided by four. That's like 225 per. Yes. I like it. Yes. So, you have all of this. Orion turns to you, and he says, Right, so, I need to go to Ebonvale. And, do any of you want to tag along? I know you're going to, and he looks towards Arno, and Arno just says, Um, well, I'm very conflicted. 
I have a big gash. Could you maybe make it not a gash? Oh, are you hurt? Oh, you're hurt. Yeah, it, uh, it's not good. It's fine. <laughs> what, where, where is this on Val? Um, the gash. Yeah, I, I kind of think it's like in past the side where the javelin struck. Yeah, him. yeah. Orion just looks down. And he goes, "Oh, shit! That's yeah. a big freaking gash." Clerics? Yeah, it's, it's clerics. Hurt. Yeah, actually, there were some clerics on the field to uh, to help you. I'm sure that one of them's coming back. Uh, and as you see shadow start to move back with. Uh, within the the group, uh, a cleric moves with him. This cleric looks like ghost-eyed, like they have just seen a horrific event, like a lot of fighting. <laughs> uh, hey, man, can you uh, can you take care of this, please? He looks at you and he just goes, uh, sure. He places a hand on you and it goes, <laughs> and you heal. Uh, you heal a total of. Ba, 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 ba. Ba, ba, ba. Ten hit points. Hey, cool. <laughs> nice. Thank you. Yes. Shout out and when he you just come out. He walks away. Oh. He does not say anything to you. Weird guy. Uh, Shadow, when you come out, her walks up to you and holds onto your hand immediately. Ooh. Uh, as you go and try to do that, he'd clean it off as <laughs> okay. much as he can. Yeah. Like uh, metal scraping against metal. Yes, if there's yes. any blood. You have like this, this almost like this, this. Uh, oh, like my satchel on is... your side and your cloak that you can just wipe it off. Yeah, on. yeah. I never gave you your cloak back. Oh, that's true. Are you wearing that still? Uh huh. Amazing. And oh my, my clunky gosh. boots and my broken javelin. A small <laughs> hero I'm a in the discount making. wizard. Yes, yes. <laughs> discount wizard. <laughs> that is my new band name. Yes. <laughs> I'm the great value wizard. <laughs> Val's the brand name. <laughs> the great Val. You wizard? wizard? No. <laughs> no. Stop. But yeah, I would make sure that I was wipe. I okay. wipe my hand and then okay. just like, hmm. Mm. All right. Okay. I just hold on your hand and I'm like, you did it. Any sign of Gilgar? Uh, Gilgar is currently not here, no. Balls. Oh, so means I got to carry all these javelins over to his shop. Mm-hmm. That's right. Orion says, actually, um, your friend Gilgar, I believe he also uh, had a cart. That he was selling down there for, as well. I need one uh, to get back to Ebonvale if you'd like to ride with me. Um, I... Arma, did you say that you were conflicted? I am, uh, actually. I, uh... I'd like to go, but... I, I want more time to talk to you. And he motions towards her. Yeah. I'm so confused. I'd, I'd like more information, if that's all right. I'm I'm very confused. If it makes you feel better, I'm also very confused. I've never seen you before in my life, but I'm sorry that yes. you're feeling so um, emotional about all this. It's very difficult to kind of stand here and look at Lyra's body and, and your voice. And are you sure it's not just amnesia or something like that? I, you know, even if I did have amnesia, whatever that is, I couldn't tell you. That's fair. I, I just have this book, and your name was mentioned in it a lot. Uh, do you want to read it? Because whoever wrote this book really likes you. Perhaps I will, actually. That sounds like a good thing to do over um, over uh, a ride to <gasps> Wait, another city. We have a house now, don't we? And Yes, you, you actually yeah. need to go get your house. Yeah, and I'm, so. I'm conflicted, too, because, you know, no, I don't want to go to the... Eben, I don't want to go to Ebonvale because my dad is there, but on the other hand, fuck him. So, you know, it, yeah. I know what you're going through. I'm very, I'm confused too. We can roll up and you can look really cool with your new friends. Uh, considering you actually own a house there now and your father doesn't, it's kind of a big status change. To step up for you. That's fair. 
I do like that. Yeah, you could shove it in his face. Yeah, that's pretty good. I do have a crate to retrieve from Gilgar, though. Oh, that's fine. Well, I got that's good. We're all going down to get the cart, anyways. Yeah, and I got seventeen. Sorry, sixteen javelins. I have to get rid of. You oh, have of sixteen and a half, and she holds up her new javelin staff. <laughs> oh, well, we're not going to sell that one. Oh, and we can go to the bookstore and get more books. Yeah, and I—is it possible for me to get some new clothes? Because this is really dirty. Uh, I mean, I assume so. Okay, we got the money. We can do whatever we want. Of it. All right. Well, as all of this is going to resolve, we're going to move back into kind of like a large scale understanding of what's going on. So you are able to go back to Gilgar's, and as you get there, there is a line of people lining up at Gilgar's, and you see that there are actually like merfolk that are bringing him new weapons because there are so many people going to Gilgar's stand now that he has run out. And, oh, wow. and, wow. and there are tons of people there and as you walk by, they're all cheering you on as you step up. And he just looks towards you and just says, wow, I could literally not have begged for any better of an outcome. Oh, Val is bowing and blowing kisses. He's doing the whole shebang. He, as Gilgar is there, he's just, yeah! <laughs> I'm shaking people's nodding. Do you need to buy these javelins? He just says, souvenir javelins. What a good idea! <laughs> he grabs him from you. He just says, souvenir javelins, a hundred gold! And wait. people just start holding wait, up bags wait. of money. Wait, wait. But how much do we get? Yeah. Oh, you're going to have... Let me count it out. 10% per. 20. 15. For the heroes. Deal. Gilgar's gladiators. He says, Gilgar's gladiators, everyone! (laughs) Uh, And after that, you are going to head on over to the bookstore. You're able to buy whatever books you would like. Uh, Are there any that you have specifically? I'm I'm just calculating really quick. Uh, 15% of what will be 1,600 gold. Uh, what is that? Well, we get 15. It's 100 gold for each javelin. Yeah, we so get 16 it's 15 javelins. for each javelin since we get 15% of 100. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So <laughs> 15 Math. times 16. 240 gold. Yes. Divided by three people. Divided by three people. So you have a ton of money. Yeah, we got yep. another 80, so we're at 305. Very nice. Very, very nice. Before we leave, um, I would, like, in all the commotion and ruckus, yeah. I would look to Gilgar and just... There was a crate I left here earlier. Um, did you happen to have that stowed away? He looks at you and he says, Oh, yes, of course, here. And he goes over and he grabs it from behind the stand and he says, I had assumed you had just forgotten it. I saved it for you. No, not at all. I just uh, didn't want to bring that into the Coliseum. Yes. Thank you. Yes, of course. And you get this from him and Orion, as you are saying this, says, Right, um, Gilgar, can I grab that cart from you and, uh, and the horse to come with it? And Gilgar returns back, yes, yes, of course, um, uh, it will just be as the same price that we agreed upon earlier. And he hands him uh, uh, a, a set of reins to go with the horse, and Orion hands him some gold, and you are all now in possession of a cart. Ooh. A cart, a crate, some money, cool books, new clothes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Let's cool. go get your clothes. Did you wait? You got clothes. I will say, for the sake of brevity, you are able to grab whatever clothes you desire. Uh, there's no specific tailor here that I'm going to make you go to. I I now have to look up what her clothes. So, like. <laughs> whoops. Are you uh, are you keeping the cloak? Do you want it back? I would uh, 
I would actually seeing that you might be apprehensive about taking it back. I would take a strip off the bottom and rip it. Yeah. And then give it to you so that you can get a cape tailored from it. Oh, very nice. I, very I nice. make it. Um, I make a like a, a little. Well, how big is the piece? Ooh, I don't know how big my cape. It's big, but if it if it's shawl length, I will use it as a very tattered. It's shawl. probably big enough to where you could probably make whatever you would want to make out of it because it's probably big enough. Okay, but shawl I'd do it that is. and then I'd wrap it back over my shoulders. Having come from Ebonvale, I know Ebonvale's a bigger town than Blackwater. Yes. Oh, it's it, yeah. It's like two or three times the size. Cool. Uh well, there's going to be more shops in Ebonvale, and we've got a lot of money. Maybe we should just go and buy stuff there. Oh. Sure. That does sound good. There is yeah. a lot in Ebonvale to money, shop money, at. Money, 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 money. And uh, <laughs> oh, oh, uh, oh, oh, sorry, uh, Arno, Arno also says, he just says, there's an, a great many um, incredible tailors in, in Ebonvale. This is the happiest I think you've ever seen, Val. He's, just like, <laughs> he's on cloud nine. He gets in the cart and he's just like, all right, let's go, man. <laughs> Very nice. I don't have to walk anymore. It's great. <laughs> all right. Uh, you get in the cart and Arno actually steps up, gets in the uh, the driver's seat, and he attaches the reins to the horse. And oh. he is going to, um, going to put those on and drive. Everybody roll me a perception check. Okay. Ooh, baby. Now it's my turn. Yay. 26. Very nice. With a nat 20. Ooh, that was almost bad. That's a six. Um, oh. That's not good. You said perception? Yes. 16. Okay. Uh, both Lyra and Val. Her. Uh, sorry. Ooh, Ooh Lyra. Her. I called you Lyra. That's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not her. Lyra. Yeah, I'm her. Yeah, her. Um, as you, uh, as you are, are looking at Arno and he's walking, you realize that he is putting his arm through some of the leather strapping that's on his staff, and mm-hmm. he's grabbing it. And he walks with this almost, like, swagger as he does so. But looking closer, you can see that he never bends his right knee. It doesn't mm-hmm. seem like he has any functional ability to bend it. And he's able to walk pretty easily, but it's just kind of a little bit um, less graceful than uh, than people who might have the ability to bend their knee. I was actually going to hobble up to Arno and ask him a question, if you don't mind. Sure, go ahead. Uh, I hobble up next to him, kind of like mirroring the way that he's holding his staff. Yeah. And I'm just like, so, um, first of all, here's the journal, and she hands it up to him. He grabs it down from you, and he says, thank you. Can you tell me more about um, Lyra? Yes, I. Uh, considering we have a long way to go, I believe that that would be a great thing to keep me occupied on, on the journey. Sure. All right. Um, anything else that we need before we leave? Um, I think I'm okay. All right. I'm fine as well. Wait, Shadow, are you okay? Did you get hurt? I'm fine. I can rest it off. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Uh, on the trip, Val sits next to... Uh, Orion is driving, I assume? No, Arno's driving. Oh, Arno's driving. Yep. Okay. Then I sit in the back and play Guess the Card with... And various other card games yes. with Orion. Okay, yeah. He's definitely going to be very excited to do that. <laughs> uh, you all take your time going out of Blackwater. The entire city leaves you behind. And as you start moving along... 
just as quickly as you came, you start to leave. Hey, I'm Logan. Hey, I'm Logan. You're supposed to say that you're Tim. Don't tell me what to do. You're not my real dad. (laughs) We're the hosts of a brand new podcast called From One Dad to Another. Each week we tackle a new topic, interview local professionals, and attempt to decode modern parenthood one dad joke at a time. So make sure to join us every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. From One Dad to Another is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more on our independent podcast network, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. And if you want to support the show and get some bonus content, behind-the-scenes looks, and even get the show ad-free, you can become a member of our Patreon over at patreon.com slash LASPodcastNetwork. And if you don't, I won't be mad, but I will be disappointed. (laughs) Oh, and one last thing. You're doing great, and I'm proud of you. L-A-S. We should say each other's names instead to throw everybody off. Oh, that's a great idea for the trailer. All right, here we go. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Shane. Oh, my God. You guys really are doing it, aren't you? (laughs) All right, I'm Jeremy. I'm Mike. What, you're still doing the false names thing? I feel like we already have a trailer going right now. This is like a fourth grade (laughs) elementary school joke. Hey, everybody. I'm Shane, Mike, and Jeremy. And I'm... Oh, wait a minute. Hey, I'm Shane. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Mike. And this is the Groove Live Podcast. We're talking all things groove. Music, food, friends. Beer, even. All of it. Whatever brings groove into your life. How about like a tattoo artist? Would that be kind of groovy? I I would file that under groove. Construction projects. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, come on. Here's the thing. We have a lot of friends in a lot of different avenues and a lot of different lifestyles, which means that we have a lot of cool resources to pull from of cool people that have cool stories. Every day, you get out of bed. What makes you feel alive? You know, what makes you want to own the day? Coffee. Rock music. Pokemon. Construction projects. (laughs) And you'll hear it all right here on the Groove Life Podcast. The Groove Life Podcast is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more information, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. New episodes release every second and fourth Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. For bonus episodes of this show, ad-free versions of all LAS podcasts, and many other exclusive benefits, all while supporting local creators and businesses, consider subscribing to LAS Plus for just $10 a month. To learn more and get started, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com slash plus. Hey guys, we're going to have a blast. Can't wait to see you guys on the Groove Life Podcast. We can't wait to groove with you. Now that sounds dumb. Yeah. <laughs> L-A-S. As you are all moving through the city and then out, you see this vast expanse in front of you. You see green grass and trees and a large forest that starts to emerge from the horizon. As you make your way towards it and you enter in. Many of you know that this is the Laelelian Woods that covers the interior of Antillanon. You are able to see 
there are many creatures inside of these uh, these trees and many different sights to see along the way but her during this entire ride your focus is nigh directly and completely focused on Arno mm-hmm. as you are talking and as you are all moving throughout this what conversations do you want to have as you continue on your journey are there seats in the cart is it like a pumpkin patch cart where there's seats on the outside and then the middle is just like the bottom so there are seats at the front Mm -hmm. where both um you and arno are sitting and in the back there are a few seats and then a storage area that sits underneath those seats. I was going to say, are you saying there are no seats? Oh, no. <laughs> You're fired from working with me on this anymore. I don't like <laughs> it. No, I'm not. You need me. <laughs> she's sitting next to Arno, and she's just, like, swinging her legs back and forth. Like, she's enthralled with the weight of these heavy boots and the way that it feels when she swings her legs. <laughs> Very nice. Amazing. Yeah. He says to you, I, um, I thought that I'd never see you again. I, I guess I still haven't seen her, her, Lyra. What did you say your name was again? Her. That's going to be very weird to say. I haven't seen her, but I am seeing her. That's what I said. I mean, like, I don't, people ask me what my name is and I, I haven't picked one yet and so I figured people call me her sometimes and I was like that sounds like a cool name and I just sort of panicked and said my name was her and it's just been her so I see well um um alright well uh I I guess I I won't bother with it then with what? with trying to press for more information if you don't actually know anything about what's going on then I, I can't press you for anything well I can tell you what I know so far, which is I woke up um, and Shadow was there and Val was there. And this is Shadow, and he points towards Shadow. Yes, he's really cool. He's <laughs> a big metal man, and you saw him beat up Brayor, and yes. he, he beat up another guy too. It was really cool. And then I got shot by the same guy, which wasn't fun. I didn't like that, but... You got shot? Yeah, with an arrow. Okay. That wasn't fun. And then I got these boots in Blackwater. Good. Good. And um, then we met Orion, and Val was like, hey, let's go fight in a Coliseum. And I was like, no, I don't want to die. And then he was like, but money. And I was like, well, if Shadow says yes, then I guess I will. And then Shadow said yes, and then I did. And then you were there, and now we're here. And that's my whole life. Incredibly detailed explanation there, girl. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that is what Orion says. Yes. I'd look at uh, I'd look at the tiefling. What do you know of Yoria Stone? Time out. Say that again. What? What did you just say? What do you know of Yoria Stone? Yoria Stone. The it's stuff that was on the mausoleum. The stuff that her mausoleum. Oh, made out of. the white stone. Oh, Sorry. I'm understanding. Sorry. <laughs> what do you know about Yorian Stone? Yes. Okay. Uh, he turns back and he just says. Um, I believe that it's very magical. Um, it's got an incredible ability to hold spells, and um, it's very beautiful material. Only, you know, gotten in the the wave city of Yoria. That's what we found her in. Well, in yes. The entire mausoleum. I mean, I was. 
I was one of the people who helped design the mausoleum uh, when her parents buried her there. Oh, did you, uh, th- did you make the squiggle line? The squiggle line? On, on my map, I have a squiggle line? Oh, no. Um, are you talking about the, the barrier? Sure, we had a robot friend who couldn't get past it. Right. Where you- is 867? Where is 867? Um, you see... <laughs> oh, no! Oh, no! Shadow looked down at his hands. Um, and, uh, yeah. He'd, uh, turn them over and then look down at them and then look over at the crate... I, and then he'd pull the crate over and then open it slowly. Um, he served his purpose, and then he'd pull out his head. You see the head of eight six seven come out of oh. the hay in the box. Um. Uh, Val's eyes go wide. Holds a hand out to the head. I'd carefully pass it over. He just looks at you and shakes his head. And then his fingers move. Like, give me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd pass you the head. He takes the head and holds it in the other hand. Holds it up and says, Alas, poor Yorick. I knew him, Horatio. That's <laughs> fantasy Shakespeare. And then he sets it down and he goes, No, no, I want the arm with the gold in it. <laughs> the what? The arm with the gold in it. The arm with the it. gold in it. Are you serious? Those... Are Oh shit, those are so cool! Now my hands. Hey, Val, I bop you on the head with the end of my javelin, the blunt end, and I'm just like, he died, and you want the gold from his fucking corpse? He's like a rope, he's a wharf, he's a peacekeeper! You don't care? We could just just rebuild him, of course I care! We could just rebuild him, right? I, I... I'm not entirely sure. I... I had him... Melted down. We have that left of him. My superiors wanted the mapping that he was working on. Uh, And he was deemed dysfunctional. But he was our friend. I understand. Did he say anything before he died? That he was glad to be my friend. Then that's not dysfunctional. It just sounds like he was happy to be alive. And then he died, and then you used his body parts to put on your fists. Um, how, man, how much of him do we have left? As you're looking down into the crate, uh, you have the full head. Mm-hmm. And most of the torso, it looks like mostly just one arm was completely melted down. And you have a lot of the pieces, but... A lot of the precious metals and actually looking at the arm that would have the gold, it doesn't have the pieces in it anymore. Many of the precious metals that were in this were taken out and kept. I mean, Ebonvale is a big... Ebonvale. Ebonvale is a big place. I mean, we could probably find somebody to restore him. There are people that could potentially do that. I don't know of anyone off the top of my head, but... I yes, know, I know a little bit about, you know, magic. Maybe I could prod. Please? I... Excuse me. Orion, would you um, trade spots with me for a little while? And Orion just stands up and he's like, Yeah, 
Sounds like a plan. I'm tired of beating people anyways in card games. And he stands up and walks over to the front. For the record, I'm pretty sure I'm up. Ah, well, you know, it takes a little bit of imagination to believe you're up at this moment. But all right. right. (laughs) And he steps over the front and takes the reins as Arno steps into the back with you, her. Yeah, I was going to say I scrambled back with Arno. Uh, Val will actually swap and he'll go sit up front with Orion. Okay, sounds good. Uh, do you hand Arno the head? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Arno starts actually tinkering with it as well. And um, as Val goes, he looks at her and says, um, so just really quick, uh, death for organic beings is usually, and he looks at you quizzingly, pretty final. Um, you don't usually come back from that. I haven't died yet, to be very clear. No, but Lyra apparently did. Yes. Um, however, with these... Uh, non-organic beings, um, these constructs, it should be possible to bring him back. So, yes, it, oh. I am concerned about our friend 867, but I'm also confident that we can restore him. Yeah, but w- what if he comes back and he's not 867? Like, I'm not, I'm not Lyra. What if he's not 867? Val kind of looks through her for a second, still looking at her, but mm-hmm. kind of like mm-hmm. his brain starts turning, and he goes, I... Had not considered that. From what I understand, there are certain beings that have their personality, their essence, or whatever you want to call it, shoved into a frame. And then you'd see him just, like, pull back for a second, and then just... But then there are those that are just meant for a sole purpose, that are, for more or less, robots that are programmed for a purpose and don't really have a personality. But 867, dude, he said he liked being your friend. And if he didn't have a personality, then how could he do that? How could he like something? I don't... I don't understand either. Well, let's bring him back and ask him. I can try, if you'd like. Yeah, um, I mean, please take your time. Uh, he starts fiddling with the back of the of the head, and like there are some latches that start to open, and there is um, portions of like almost blue crystal that are embedded into the back of eight six seven's head, and he starts trying to um, attach them. He pulls magic like thread out of pieces of eight six seven's head and starts to almost rewire what's going on there. Mm. Huh. Mm. Nifty. Um, oh my god, I take the cat off my shoulders and look at it and I say, what shall we call you? What do we call it? Him. No. Is it a him? And she turns it around. Is, is it a him? Like, <laughs> Gender check? Yes. <laughs> I rolled for it. All right. <laughs> it um, is a him. Him. All right, him. Then it's her and him. Him and her. Him and her. Okay, and I put him on my shoulders. And I, I pet him and I summon Abacus and I have him flit around. Um, his head. Becoming a druid without yes. becoming a druid. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Gaining familiars without the need I'm, of mechanical familiars. I feel familiars. so bad. I'm gonna like make, a- Abacus isn't real and I know it's not real. So I'm gonna I mean, have- Abacus is, is from, it's a, it's a fey creature that you pull into reality. I don't know. Mm, okay. Well, I mean, it, I thought you were saying that to me as, as Morgan. Uh, her doesn't know that. Okay. Okay. Uh, her doesn't know that it's real. So she's going to command 
abacus to play with the cat. Mm-hmm. And that's essentially going to be it trying to avoid being got okay. by the cat. Okay, sounds good. You see him. Oh, man, this is going to be a whole mess of trying to keep track of names. <laughs> You're you welcome. You see him, the cat, on hers shoulders. What an enjoyable auditory experience for our listeners. <laughs> Pronouns the game. Pronouns the game. Him sits on your back, and as he does so, Abacus starts to and flit in and poke at him, and him Bats at Abacus, and it seems like they are having a small game of, uh, of chicken almost, where they, one tries to get close and see if they can get in there without being hit. It's happening on her back, so she just like hunches over a little bit, and she's yes. just like, <laughs> "Yes, <laughs> um, onward to Ebonvale." Yeah, sounds good. Huh. I mean, I guess we're already on the road, aren't we? Yes, yes, of course. And right as you are starting to keep moving. Uh, past this conversation, you hear a I have no idea where I am. Oh, you took seven! And he's, the head just turns on, lights appear at the at the floor of this uh, of this this carriage and he just says, I believe I have fallen. Can someone I cannot move my arms. What is going on? I am very confused. Eight, six, seven! Hello! Do you remember my... I'm her. Do you remember me? Yes. It's so good to see you again. I'm sorry I, you're just ahead. I cannot see you. I am looking at some wood. Oh, and right. his head is still angled towards the ground. <laughs> she just says, Arno, can you move his head towards me? I cannot control my head. And Arno, Arno. just says, I, I, I'll move you. And he aims the head up towards you. He just says, hello, I am unit 867. Hi, 867. Hello, I am unit 867. How are you? I am unit 867. How are you? How are you feeling? Without any arms. Yeah, that must be weird. I'm going to reach into the box and start assembling what is left of his body in there. Um, Very nice. uh, So, is this sustainable? Can he just be ahead forever? He says, I cannot see you. And then he turns you towards... (laughs) Hi, 867. No, that was to Arno. Uh, Arno says, I have... No idea, but it's working now. <laughs> the LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. LAS.